What's up everyone, it's your girl Pam. Welcome to the Project Me podcast. So glad you could join us. If this is your very first time coming on here, I wanna say welcome home. Whether you know it or not, you're home. And um, if you wanna learn a little bit about this platform and the kind of things that we cover, be sure to check out the trailer. And while you're at it, you might as well hit the follow button and subscribe so that you can stay updated and informed when a new episode is released. And for those of you that are coming back, I have some really, really, really good news. Guess what? We now have another home on YouTube. So for all you visual people, we got you. So if you want to just, you know, um, while you're driving, listen to the podcast on the way to work. And then if you're like me, when you're at home, you want to watch stuff, you can hop on over to YouTube and get updated there as well. And there'll be some fresh content on YouTube as well. So you want to subscribe to the YouTube um, channel as well so that when a new episode is released, you are in the knowing and you're able to watch and be encouraged. So glad you're here. Let's talk. So I want to bring accountability to us as a society, as a community, as friends, as family, and even just to my own heart, because this is something that I've noticed. And you guys are like, Pam, who asked you to bring accountability? Well, it's in the word. And um, I see and I have been feeling that we need to have this conversation. So (laughs) here's what happened to me the other day. I was at work and somebody said, I love you, Pam. And as I went to respond, I love you too. I was hit with the conviction that I, number one, I don't really even know anything about this person other than the fact that we work together. Number two, I, I, I've i never even, I don't think ever hung up with this person. I've never even given this person anything. And, the, and that's why it was so awkward for me to respond back and say, I love you too. And now why did I say I love you too? Because my justification in the moment was, well, I don't hate anyone. So therefore I love everybody. (laughs) But the thing is, um, when we weigh this according to scripture, um, we know that love isn't just a word. And the thing is, um, love has become one of those things that feel good to say to other people and it sounds good it makes us look good that we don't in a world full of hate you know what i love you we're comforted we or we comfort others in that and whether it's true or not um we kind of have lost accountability in holding each other and upholding each other to um the standard of of um, love according to um, the word of God, right? And so when we study scripture, we see that love produces fruit, that love is um, has tangible fruits. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. We have Jesus Christ to say that we are loved as evidence of um, 
the love that God has for us. You know, when a man and a woman are in the dating phases, I remember when I was dating my husband and um, the first time we told each other we loved each other, it was a big deal because you know what that means? When a couple that are dating tell each other they love each other, especially in the Christian circles, that means that they, I can now hope on to <clears throat> knowing that this person um, has transcended be, beyond just the, the superficial feelings that this is becoming something deeper. And so because of that, I start to expect that because the love has gotten deeper, we're going to take this thing to the next level. <laughs> and, and so I, I believe even in a platonic relationship where we declare the words, I love you, even in a family dynamic where, or even to just one another in a non-romantic way, when we tell each other we love each other, it should, it should carry something, um, especially as believers, as children of light, when we say, hey, I love you, um, it needs to, to be something that holds weight. It needs to be something that can be measurable. It needs to be something that can be tangible. And because love is not just a word. When we love, we, we, we give, we produce fruit. And when we say, I love you, we must be hit with the conviction of these very words because the very author of love um, attached um, something tangible to his love so that we can receive his love. And it wasn't just a, um, some kind of theoretical theoretical thing it was it, there was substance when god said he loved us when god said i loved israel when god said his heart was towards us there was something that is tangible in his words i love you when we tell each other i love you we must then reflect and look in, internally and say if I was not to say I love you. If I was never telling this, if I was never verbally telling this person I love you, what is it that they can show forth in their life to say, because of this fruit, I know that I'm loved by this person. If I never verbally told you I loved you, what could you say um, by just looking at our dynamics? What is it that you can say, wow, this person has done this. Therefore, I believe and I feel the love of God through them. They're a conduit of love. This person came and gave me hope when I was low. Therefore, I know that I'm loved. This person prayed for me. This person called and checked on me and see how I was doing. Because, and so therefore, I know I was loved. This person helped me financially. This person, whatever it is, what is it that we can say uh, this is a tangible act of my love to the people that we tell we love? Because if we think that telling someone I love you is alone without anything accompanying that is enough, then we have to ask the Lord to give us a deeper revelation of what loves look like. 
Um, because love is tr- transcends the very words of just um, articulating to one another without evidence. Love has evidence. So therefore, without evidence, do we have love or do we have just a speech, a figure of speech that we have rehearsed until we think we know what it means? And so I just want to call us back to just recalibrating our mind and our spirit to the fact that, you know, the love of God is is a manifestation of God in 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 tangibility in the things that are able to be obtained and seen and felt. And so that's my encouragement to you. I want you to go and love hard and love big and I'm challenging you to invite God to show you what that means to 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 really love people from a place of um God loving as a result of God loving us. It's really the love of God that people need to experience through us, not the love that we create, not the ideas of love that we think we know, but asking the Lord, Lord, this person in my life, how would you show up to them in flesh? That's what love looks. That's what love needs to look like. So also along with that, Go ahead and check out 1 Corinthians 13. And as you read 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4, kind of gives you a little bit of the fruit of love. You know, love is patient, love is kind, love doesn't envy. So love, um, love has a character. So ask the Lord to um, show you what that looks like. Be blessed, love each other, love radically. Love you guys.